Welcome to the Dying Dads Podcast. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick. Have a huge milestone to pass along because honestly, it's because of you here on the show. We're approaching 350,000 downloads, which is a big, big deal in podcasting. And we also just ticked off another goal of going top 150 in the Apple self-help category. And it is a very competitive category with a lot of really big shows by people, you know, named Oprah. And to go to 130, which we did, was a huge milestone that honestly I didn't see coming for that particular episode. The episode that went that high was the one just a couple of weeks ago on three ways to become a consistent runner. Never, ever would have thought that telling people to get out and move their feet would have done that. But it did, and I'm really excited about it. So thanks to everybody who's been sharing the show. Recent shows have included how to wake up early, even if you're not a morning person. Great for your productivity. We had a great episode, two episodes actually, back-to-back with Amy Schmidt, who I just love from the Better Than Gossip podcast. We did an episode, a bonus episode, on how to survive an empty nest if you have kids taking off for college. And then also how to get and be an accountability partner, which can be a great way to achieve those goals that maybe you've set for your this fall for yourself. Okay, on with today's show. The theme of Dying to Ask is, of course, living a bigger and better life by learning from people about how they do things, how they live life. And this week, we're doing bigger, better, and way more fabulous because my guest is Lauren Mack. She's a longtime TV designer. She's been the face of show after show on HGTV, the Oprah Network, TLC, and of course, she's all over social media. Lauren grew up in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, and she was inspired by a mom who flipped houses on the weekend. So she went on to study design in college in California. By 2005, she had a gig designing model homes, and she was really good at that. But then, especially out in California, the real estate bubble popped, and she needed to make some money. So she did what you did back then. She got on Craigslist, and she started looking for some design gigs. She answered an ad for a TV design job that described itself like trading spaces. Well, it turned out it was trading spaces. And so that was how she got the job with TLC and how her TV career was born. That TV career has included all kinds of shows like Drill Team for A&E, Fab Life alongside Chrissy Teigen and Tyra Banks, and Homemade Simple on the Oprah Winfrey Network. That's my third time saying Oprah this show. Just saying. And of course, her most recent was Design Star Next Gen on HGTV. But Lauren's real gift is making a big impact on a small budget. And you can see a lot of the tips that she has these days on her Instagram page, including her signature Mac hacks. They are so worth checking out. You'll be like, what? That works? Yeah, it does. And in this episode, she'll actually give what I think is one of the best ones she's ever done on social media. On this Dying to Ask, what Lauren thought she was going to be doing when she answered that Craigslist, she'll go in detail about answering that ad and the surprise she got as she embarked on this TV career, how she is constantly pivoting and taking what she's learned in one job to find the next opportunity. And then she'll also talk about where does she find the energy to do everything that she does. She has this infectious personality, and I think that's just kind of how she is all the time. It's just delicious and so positive, and you can't help but feel energized just from talking, or in your case right now, listening to what Lauren Mack has to say. Lauren Mack, designer extraordinaire, is my guest this week on the Dying to Ask podcast. 
Have you ever wondered how did they do that? I do all the time. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and Dying to Ask is the podcast that gets me off a TV news set and into candid conversations with authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and influencers I have been dying to talk to. Soak up the motivation that comes from learning how other people live their lives, how they take an idea or a goal, they follow through, and they pull it off. And maybe along the way, I'll get some answers to questions you've been dying to ask. Lauren, thanks for joining us on the Dying to Ask podcast. It's finally, it's nice to get to chat with you after all these years of watching you on so many different shows. Thank you so much. I'm grateful to be here. You know, I, I'm thinking back to, I get, was Trading Spaces your first time doing TV? Yes, it was. You know, I found Trading Spaces on a Craigslist ad. Can you believe that? I can, because the year was 2005. And at the time, I mean, it was basically like the classifieds that you and I grew up with of how people were finding jobs. And it's interesting how many careers were launched from people answering these random ads. It's so true. And, you know, they they had advertised it as a Trading Spaces-like TV show. I had never done television. I was actually in the model home merchandising uh, business at that time. We, We were designing all the big you know, models for all the builders um, in Southern California and Nevada. And, uh, you know, everyone was losing their jobs. It was kind of like right at the peak of the bubble bursting, you know, in the the home space. And I went on Craigslist, found that opportunity and Trading Spaces. It actually turned out to be the actual show Trading Spaces. And there I was on TV out of nowhere. And, and since the time, you know, you've done so many different shows and on so many different kinds of networks. And one thing that's always kind of occurred to me about your career is that you were really great at pivoting and kind of reinventing, but still also building on the skills from the last job. Where does that come from for you? You know, that's a good question. I think it's about, well, number one, not really being married to any one thing that just so that I can actually really try to flex my muscle and, and, and try the next big thing. So much is changing in, in the world, in television, and what audiences want to see and, 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 and do. And so, um, you know, I, you just have to find your own niche or what it really is that makes you happy. And like, for me, it's DIYing. You know, I love interior design, but what good is that if I'm just spending a lot of money and you know buying things that someone has made when I can create something custom for my own home or my own design that doesn't cost a lot of money and still looks just as great and yeah. is custom to the home. And so, you know, right now I've done a lot of TV shows. I've done, I've had a lot of really high end celebrity clients, but my niche, the thing that makes me happy, that gets me excited about getting up in the, in the morning is, is creating my own stuff and doing DIYs and refurbishing and upcycling. Like those are things that really lend to what's happening in the world right now. And it really inspires people, I think. And do you find that when you meet, um, like I find I'm kind of at a point where I, I get asked for advice a lot more than I used to, mm. probably because of age and experience, Is right. that what, which, you know, it's, it's a weird compliment. Always yeah, fun. I'll take it. <laughs> Always fun to be the adult in the room. But uh-huh. um, do you find that like when younger women, especially ask you like, well, how'd you do that? Is that the bit of advice that like you look at now with adult eyes that you want them to understand earlier? Yeah. You know, I mean, I wish I'd had that when I was coming up and also, you know, um, that's kind of the thing. It's like, I, I put in all this time. It's, it's the tuition, I guess you'd say that I paid to get to this point. And I love that yeah. because I have kids almost about to go to college. So I'm always yes. thinking about tuition, but I Girl. love that idea of the tuition to this point. What a yeah. great, great way of putting it. Yeah. And you know what too, I also try to operate from a place of abundance, right? Like I, it's not like I'm sharing some secrets, you know, or whatever. I, I feel like if I can share and help pull others up, like then that's going to reward in me in my abundance too. And I, I don't do it for 
for that. But I, I just know that like, if I give, I will receive, you know? Yeah, no, I totally get it. Um, you know, I've been a reporter for a long time and I have had this, I think it's a privilege of going into people's homes, which until the pandemic and Zoom was a very private space for people. Yeah, yeah. But I always found that like walking into someone's home, like you could learn so much about people yes. very quickly. Yeah. Um, what is it about bringing someone into your home and letting them see what your style or your things are that is so incredibly revealing? You know, that's a really good question because home is such a private place for everyone typically, but now with like Instagram and social media and all these things, you can see anybody's anything all the time, right? Um, one of the things that I will say about home is like people tend to like not invest in their homes because they're like, oh, I'm not going to hang that picture. Oh, I'm not going to put that thing up. I don't want to make a hole in the wall. But it's also the thing that we like, it's the biggest bill for me, at least every month. And mm -hmm. it's the number one thing that I like, I'm out here working so hard so I can have a nice place to live. And then I go home and don't even paint the wall or don't hang that picture or don't, you know, really decorate it or design it and make it look and function for me the way that I want to. So I'm not sure if I'm even answering your question exactly. No, right, you, <laughs> you actually are. You actually are because I think that's such a good point. And, yeah. you know, I'm in, I'm in a house where I still have walls where I'm like, I don't want to commit to putting a nail in. I mean, that's crazy. I, isn't that crazy? And it's like it so is. easy to fix a nail. And, you know, I, I have clients who are like, no, don't hang that picture up on the wall. I'm like, well, why'd you buy the picture? I don't know. Well, then you should probably hang it, you know, I mean, <laughs> but I, I'm guilty of it too. You know, as a designer, like, you know, the cobbler's child has no shoes. Right. right so right. I go home and I'm like, I don't want to hang that picture there. What if I want to move it in another place? And then I have all these great ideas and just can't execute. Thankfully I have a husband now who's like, put that picture up or I'm throwing it away. So he forces me to get, get it together. Yeah. And <laughs> you have, you have boys, your fellow boy mom too, right? Two of them. Mm. You too? You're a boy mom too? I am. I have two boys as well. Mine are 13 and 16. So they're a little bit older than I think yours God are right now. But help me, help yeah. me. Mine are oh, two help and five. me. Help me. <laughs> no, two and five is amazing, Lauren. You got to like enjoy it. Oh, you got to enjoy it. That's what they the say. Teen, the, the teen thing is legit. That is for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll just go away from that. Because right now they're just tearing up my house and my furniture and I can't even enjoy my yeah. things. I, now my, my therapist has told me, Lauren, you have to love people and not things. And unfortunately, I come from a business where you love things <laughs> and not people. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Except that you've also built a career on doing things affordably, which I'm also really yeah. fascinated by. Yeah. So I'm curious to know, like, what are the ways that, you know, especially if you're, you're trying to like freshen up a space, what's like the most bang for your buck to you think in terms of making something feel just like special mm. other than just hanging the darn picture on the wall yeah what are the, you know, what are the little things that you know just make people feel good because there's so much psychology to what you do too it's so true i mean gosh there's so many things to me I, what makes me feel good I, first of all i'll just give it to you straight the clean the quickest easiest thing you can do for your home is clean it up <laughs> you know like i i am super guilty of throwing my purse on the bed or, you know, throwing my clothes that I've taken off on a, a, on a, you know, seat in my bedroom or, you know, not hanging up my clothes or leaving stuff on the counter. Like it just happens, right? You got a busy family and everybody's moving and shaking, but I have found that even just cleaning up my home can make me feel better. And, and that's just, sometimes I just take everything that's in, that's lying around. I just put it in one big pile and then I yeah. separate it into which room it needs to go in and quickly get it out of my way. Um, so that's really one for me, one thing. But if you're looking to like, you know, affordably and fast 
make refresher space, you know. I also like to take all of my accessories out of my home and just put it on a table and then remix them in other places so that I have a, a reimagine them in a different way. It, it always brings me joy. I also use my books as a way to kind of like style my space. So I take my books instead of just putting them in a stack on a shelf, I, you know, Put them in cute arrangements with a, like a little floral arrangement or a candle yeah. on top it makes my space feel like designed yeah and you don't have to spend a lot of money which is also kind of no, nice yeah yes. what do you do to keep your brain in check these days especially after the last couple of years therapy <laughs> therapy, <laughs> okay. and sobri- therapy and sobriety are my two favorite things these days <laughs> that's yeah, what i, I think- would say yeah, no, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. What has ke- what has kept you um, engaged in your career after all these years? I would say that uh, I have recently, if you're following or you go on Instagram, you can follow me at Lauren Mack with two Ks.com or excuse me, uh, Lauren Mack on Instagram. But for me, I have found a really cool community of people that um, enjoy recycling, upcycling and thrifting furniture and housewares. And I love the idea of, reinventing something old into something new again. So um, that's what I do a lot of on my Instagram and my TikTok. And I've found so much joy in that. Like that's what keeps my mind right. It keeps me excited. It's um, replaced alcohol as my addiction. <laughs> yeah. And it's just something fun that I like to do. I don't spend a lot of money doing it. I, uh, you know, create new things out of old stuff and it's just fun for me. Um, yeah. And there's a great community of people who are there who also enjoy it. So we're having fun on Instagram. I have I have been following along and you found some like screaming deals while you've been out thrifting, like Louis Vuitton purses. And, oh like, my God, crazy everything, stuff. crazy stuff. I can't believe what people are giving away. And like, typically I would be like, eh, I'm kind of cool. I'm digging through people's junk, but it's my church now, girl. I go in there, I turn on a good podcast. I'm, you know, digging through things, even if it's for an hour. And I just find so much fun and I don't spend but about $10. Isn't that something? It's so that good. Is just wild. One it's of the so other things I've seen you doing on social media that I have personally just found like wildly fascinating are the hacks that you do, the Mac hacks. Oh, yeah. And one of them was for if you are out like discount shopping, whenever you buy like the really nice candles and they have that sticker that won't come off at all. Oh, will yeah. you explain what the hack is for that? Okay, yes. Well, there's two. Okay, so I have two hacks to get that sticky sticker off of anything. And girl, why have we not done this earlier? Okay, so <laughs> I am a bargain shopper. You know, I love me a discount retail store, right? So I'm guilty of going to Ross or Home Goods or any other place, right? And they always stick the sticker right on the front of whatever it is, right? Uh-huh. And if I'm giving it as a gift or I'm going to use that picture frame, I don't want to see the sticker on there or even the sticky residue, right? So there's two things. If it's on like the front of a glass or something, you could always use a hair dryer to help pull it up. Now you got to get it real hot and then you can just finesse one edge up and just, it pulls right off. It's so simple, so easy. Now, if it's something that's on a little bit like more like a ceramic or glass, you can take, soak it with like a window cleaner, like Windex or whatever, squirt it on there, saturate a towel, sit it on there for a couple minutes. It slides off like a cheap prom dress, girl. That's my tip. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. That is a, that's a pretty genius one. We just have like about a minute and a half left. What okay. is your best, your, your best bit of advice for people just looking to kind of re-energize not only their space, but also themselves. Cause you have this phenomenal energy that's coming through a zoom box and I'm loving it. Thank I'm you. feeling like I slept more last night just from the conversation. Ha, trust you. me for me is a big deal, but what's your best thing that just kind of keeps you going again? 
my family, my boys, you know, the vision, the dream. I, I'm so excited about um, being able to spread the message of like living affordably fabulous to anyone who will listen because a lot of designers will come in and tell you, oh, you got to buy new everything and you got to do all this, you know, stuff. And that's not true. I love being able to help inspire people to reimagine their own spaces and their own homes and to save money doing it. That's great. And Lauren, the best ways for people to keep in touch with you online these days? Certainly. Follow me at Lauren Mack, L-A-U-R-E-N-M-A-K-K. -K. And I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and TikTok. TikTok, a new thing. How about girl. that? You're kind I know. of for TikTok. You can <laughs> teach an old dog a new trick. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. All right. Uh, well, Lauren, thank you so much. Super thank fun you to so catch much. up. I'm so glad you answered that Craigslist ad. Who knows? Thank you. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Best of luck. Thank you again. Yes, ma'am. You too. Bye-bye. You bet. Bye-bye. Thank you to Stockton Rocket for the review that you left on Apple Podcasts, that one I was talking about in the intro to the show. It has been really gratifying to find out how much of you got something out of me talking about how to start a consistent running program. I'm still just blown away that that resonated. I love that. So Stockton Rocket wrote, enjoyed it. Have lived the experience. September 14th is 40 years of running for me. I always encourage people to start with pretty much everything you articulated in the podcast. Improvement takes patience. Hello. That is like the best life advice ever, isn't it? <laughs> it really does. Ratings and reviews are kind of like water. They are what helps shows grow and bigger numbers are the social proof that podcasters really need. If you have a guest suggestion or a topic you'd like me to tackle on the show, don't forget you can always message me on Instagram at runreadsip or you can always leave those comments or suggestions in the uh, rating review section wherever you happen to be listening to us right now. Thanks for listening today. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick and I'll See you next time on the Dying Task Podcast.